Why would I make them so uncomfortable? It probably has to do with your reputation. They feel your methods, your theories are... Spooky? Do you think I'm spooky? His face was so blank and expressionless. He didn't even seem human. I'm not turning my back on anyone! Have you ever found a metal implant in your body? Have you checked everywhere? Mulder, you have to understand! Put it down! You put it down first! Scully! Go juice when you need juice. Brought to you by Facts Notice Media. Mm. Hi, hi everyone. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Fox Mulder is a Maniac. Is maniac. Yeah, I I am uh, one of your hosts, David Bell. I am another one of your hosts, Tom Ryman. And this is a free episode, folks. It is, you lucky ducks. Yeah, yeah. I hope everybody's doing good. Uh, I hope I hope you're in, I hope you're enjoying this this gift we're giving to you. Yeah. Uh, you're enjoying this 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 Mulder Day on on the second of what is a three day weekend. Although for many of the country, weekends are meaningless. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, time. Time is a is Time an illusion, is, right? It never before has it become so apparent that the idea of time and scheduling is just a completely human construct. Oh yeah, we made it all up. Money, time—it's yeah. all—it's all a mess. It's when you when you take it all away, you just you just realize we're just twisting in the wind. You know, mm-hmm. it's good times. It's good times, Tom. I think we made it all up to make money. Yeah, that's true. It's a good racket. We got a good racket mm-hmm. going. It's a solid racket. Yeah. yeah hours and shit mm-hmm. uh folks th- so so this is this is a free episode and and for that reason we should probably explain what the hell we're doing here because maybe some of you haven't heard uh this show before it's an excellent point yeah what we've been doing is we've been going through the x-files uh for a while now episode by episode in chronological order in which they were released and we discuss them uh in in the in the framing of just how uh, absolutely bonkers Fox Mulder is when you when you really step back from it all, uh, and 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 how he probably shouldn't be working at the FBI. Uh, yeah. And we at the at the end of every episode we give a rating between one and ten to talk about just how bonkers he is. We usually talk about the episode first, and then we talk about how lucky he is usually in his detective work. And then just like overall, overall thoughts about Mulder and his insanity. And then we, we discuss who's enabling him and just how fired he should have been each episode. It's a whole, listen, listen. It's a whole thing. You, you delightful listeners. It's a whole smorgasbord yeah. of Fox Mulder. And you're about to hear it. You're about to get an earful. Oh, yeah. And, and the reason this is a free episode is because we're on to season three, episode 20 otherwise known as Jose Chung's From Outer Space. Woo! Yeah, one of probably, I would say, the most popular X-Files episode, or at least the most uh, It's definitely, liked. it's this and, um, on the different sites I see, this one and Bad Blood are always the top ranked mm-hmm. ones. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, and they're actually, they're, they're pretty similar. They in are. Terms I, of the device that they I use. assume they're both written by Darren Morgan. I would be shocked if they were. Yeah, I mean, this one certainly is. Um, it's it's the episode where nothing makes sense, where two ki- two teenagers are abducted and Mulder and Scully are trying to find it out, and it's all it's all through the eyes or uh, through the words of Scully 
explaining the case to a writer named Jose Chung, who is researching a book based off the <laughs> events. Uh, and so it's yeah, very it's not, unreliable it's narration. It's not all yeah, through it's, it's, that. It's not all because she because he's he's um, he's sharing his notes with her <clears throat> that he got from other people. It's very right. Russian. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of the point of the episode is that how much words can change and how people like we really don't know what happened because because there's there's so many factors that's, here. There's government that's, brainwashing. That's in- yeah, that's interesting. I think we can actually piece together. I've seen this episode so many times. Um, well, I, I do. I do think I there's think, a correct right. series of events. Right. Like I think we could piece together what actually happened. Yeah, and I guess am I correct here, uh, Tom? Mm-hmm. Because yeah, I've watched this a lot. I believe it's about the idea that the the government is going to abduct these two kids dressed as aliens. They get counter abducted. By mm-hmm. probably um, not by an actual alien. By an, either an actual alien or like um, they mentioned the Russians, they sort of brush that off. But like mm-hmm. presumably because like the actual alien is also kind of uh, he's ridiculous by design. Though. By design, yeah. Um, and so then they all get abducted, and then the pilots and the 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 kids they get. They get let go by those aliens, picked up by the government, as well as certain um, witnesses, people who witnessed uh, the abduction, and further hypnotized to think that something else happened. Correct. Uh, and also Mulder and Scully were hypnotized. Yes, at some point they were. Yeah, well, not at some point. Uh, they were hypnotized by the men in black, um, who uh, probably maybe, didn't also exist. Maybe. <clears throat> maybe well the men they, in black it, are it, part of they're part of the illusion i believe yeah like Mulder and scully they drop little hints like there's a repeated phrase how the hell should i know i'm a dead man i'm a dead man like it's they've they got hypnotized it's not clear when but basically yeah what dave just said is is what happens yeah there's a there's a government initiative to stage alien abductions basically to discredit actual abductions it's weird but, yeah it's but a, the abdu- it, it's it's two uh, air force pilots i think or they might be Navy. anyway they're flying a, an actual ufo um dressed as aliens they abduct these two teens an actual alien or something comes down and abducts all four of them lord kinboat right and the the alien that abducts them is so ridiculous yeah um, and it's I uh, mentioned it's by design and it's because whoever hypnotized them into coming up with the story made that third party completely ridiculous so nobody would believe the story right <clears throat> this was of course yeah we mentioned written by Darren Morgan who mm-hmm. uh, he played the fluke man he did yeah he's also written some of the best uh, episodes of the series he has and they're usually uh, comedic yes they're usually very self-aware it's- his first one was the freak show one, right? Humbug? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. This is uh, I, I'm I'm holding in my hand the uh, the official third season guide to the X Files. Oh, the good word. Yeah, the Read good word. word. And on 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 this, the Lord's Day, Mulder's Day. Yeah, and one of one of uh, the details I really like is the writing staff knowing this this episode was coming pulled a practical joke on the on the offices of like the production offices 
and they kept calling the production office offices pretending to be a writer named jose chung pitching an episode and they kept turning down the the solicitation because they were like no we don't you know people can't just call yeah, no, you, no it's a whole legal mess yeah and so they they got so just so that the production offices would get very surprised when this script showed up as like something they were shooting <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um it's yeah, it's clearly a favorite of a lot of people. Um if you notice the uh the detective is named Manners. Yeah, after Kim Manners. After Kim Manners, who was known to swear a lot. Hence the uh <laughs> hence the uh the version. Hence the bleepity blanks. Yeah. Um there's not too much here. It's it's they they the big thing was that um it was directed by um ah jeez, what's his name? Bo- Rob Bowman. Director. Rob Bowman. And he had like extensive meetings with Darren Morgan because they were like, okay, he was like, okay, I know what's happening here, but I, I, I'm afraid that people won't know. And it does take a couple of watches to be like, okay, okay, I think I got. Yeah, it. I remember, I remember seeing this episode when it aired and not liking it because I was really confused by it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, because it's because I was, you know, it, it aired in '96, April of '96. I was a 13 year old kid who's just tuning in for yeah, some X Files, like completely without any trace of irony. Yeah. So I want to see Mulder hunt some bogginses, and then it this episode comes up, which is um, almost self parody. Yes. Um, but as as I saw it more, and then of course as I got older, um the 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 genius of this episode really it's real good becomes apparent yeah but yeah i I do understand that like it's it's this is this is a a a weird one to throw at x-files fans with no setup yeah because it is so different they were at the any other episode yeah they were at the time really thankful for it according to this book because they felt like they were in a slump in the season which makes sense if you think of the last two episodes Yeah, yeah they've been pretty and pretty Mulder light. Yeah, and pretty straightforward. We had that. We had the cat episode, and then Hell Money, like one right after the other. Yeah. I think. Um, in the script, Lord Kimboat was referred to as uh, the behemoth from the planet Harryhausen, which is, he does look like the Harryhausen psychopath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that was played by the makeup supervisor. Oh no, um, it was created by the makeup supervisor. Tom, I was going to say that because it's clearly a stop motion puppet. Tor- no, Tony Morali was in was in the costume it was the oh it's a costume yeah it was the stunt coordinator um they were on oh. they were the feet were on where the knees were to make it really tall mm-hmm. so did they just film it did they film it, it like had remote controlled eyes and eyelids to make it look like a puppet uh yes the they then it's right here in the book then digitally manipulated the footage to make the creature look more like a product of stop-motion animation Wow, yeah. I never would have guessed that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. This is also the first X-Files episode that Mark Snow included the theme of the show in his score at the he very end. at the very end. Yep. Yeah, at the very end. Um, so that's kind of cool. It's also ends surprisingly... I always forget how it's kind of sad. It's sad. Yeah. It's very sad. Uh, it's it's a really fascinating episode. Yeah, it's... um. I mean, I it's it's my personal favorite. I yeah, like it more than I like. I mean, I like Bad Blood a lot. I but. mean, yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough to to name a favorite because there's. I love the um, like that um, that the the, the um, shit we talked about it. The it's at the beginning of this season. Um, 
I'm looking for I'm looking for when season three give me, begins. Give me anything. Clive Bruckman. um, Clive uh, Bruckman. Yeah, it's it's paperclip. It's Anasazi to to DPO. That span is maybe my favorite span of the X Files, and I really like the whole Anasazi arc. I like a lot of the I like a lot of the you know the conspiracy syndicate stuff. So it's I I wasn't as into the yeah I, I wasn't as into the mythology episodes. Okay, yeah. All of my favorite episodes are one-offs like this, uh, Bad Blood, Squeeze. Of course, yeah. I mean, um, it's just... it's Humbug, Quagmire. They're two different aspects of the show, and I love them both. Yes. Um, and yes. I constantly fluctuate between the two, because the ones that are like really emotional for, um, for the characters, the ones that really like dig into the characters I really like, and then these mm-hmm. are just so much fucking fun. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to pick between the two. Yeah, Jose Chung's, I got a full disclosure, I've watched this episode probably three times in the past two weeks. Yeah, it's so good. Because, well, it, it's not even be that, it's just like Marina knew it was coming up. Oh, and okay. She episode, so we just kept watching. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, yeah, it's uh, the fucking pie scene, we'll get to it. Yeah, well, I mean, that, and the pie scene is the, is the, uh, is the diner all yeah. getting hypnotized, but yeah. It, it, well, all right, that's what we're going to... Yes, probably. I it could be Mulder getting hypnotized, but it's most likely the diner because it's, it's, the it's government both. comes it's, in. Yeah, it's both. Um, it's they, they want they want it to seem. The, the idea is that they're hypnotizing people to make whatever they say seem completely unbelievable. Exactly. Yeah. And the, the idea um, Mulder would sit down and and eat a one piece of pie per question he was asking is ludicrous. Well, Boulder. Well, unless he's under, unless he's like in in a <clears throat> trance at the time, well, like Scully was when she's getting ice, like she's clearly been hypnotized during that moment. If that yeah. moment existed, <laughs> if it if it even because exists, Mulder then sees the ice is melted the next day, so it implies that something happened. She, she did get ice, but I love that scene because it just it just so it's good. like a cut to Scully sitting on the bed, like, "What are you doing in my room?" Yeah. <laughs> God, can you imagine waking up to see Mulder in your Mulder's room? Mulder's just sitting there looking at you. Ah, oh, jeez. There's something well, I, d- I don't think I noticed before in this episode. It's very small. It's mm-hmm. not. It's actually not small. It's just funny that I never noticed that the pilot, what the pilot is doing with the mashed potatoes. I never caught that before. He's making the mountain from... Close yeah, he's doing Devil's Tower. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I never caught that. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's real small. Yeah. Also, the Lord Kimboat guy, um, what's his name? Rocky? He's, Rocky, he's yeah. like depressingly relevant as a character i feel like now oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. spitting off into wild conspiracy theories yeah this movie all or movie this show has uh i think the most relatable line of the entire series for me which was the guy who says i just want to be taken away to some place where i don't have to worry about finding a job and i was like yes yep. the guy same wants dude. to be yeah the guy wants to be Hard, abducted same yeah he wants <laughs> like to be that's all he wants it. <laughs> it's like oh yeah um god what a great episode yeah just one more thing about the diner owner um he says like uh the uh, jose chung who's played by who's played uh, uh delightfully by charles nelson Riley. right he, uh, people um, also were saying he was fucking great on set they loved of course him. he was yeah <laughs> yeah he's a delightful man but the diner owner he, he he says that it's like how he became a dear friend of mine 
and he the diner owner has no memory of the night where Mulder talked to the pilot and the arm the military came and took the pilot away right instead with the pilot remember the only time the uh, the diner owner remembers seeing Mulder is that pie scene so that's like even more evidence towards oh yeah they were all hypnotized right oh yeah it's a big old mess yeah, it's a huge mess. <laughs> it's a big old fuck up on the government's behalf. I feel like the government fucks up in this. They um, do. Yeah, this yeah. Is, it's a government fuck up. It's them trying to cover them, cover their asses. Yeah, uh, I guess we should get into the show. Uh, it's gonna be an interesting one. It is because there, I have a, I have a good we have deal. No, we only have like maybe one scene that we can guarantee actually happened. Uh, yeah, I guess. All right, let's let's. Well, two two scenes: the beginning and the end when Mulder comes to see him. Yeah, I would say the scu- stuff that's Scully's perspective is um, fairly like uh, reliable, like the interrogations and Mulder's theories uh, and the stuff with the detective manners and like mm-hmm. the, the plane crash at the end. Like, I think these are all things that happen. We're definitely going to have to talk it through what happened and what didn't. Yeah. But I do think, yes, everybody was hypnotized and brainwashed, but it, if the government, I don't think it was to, I think it's just for certain areas because other areas are things that the government would certainly not want anybody to know about. Uh, and the writer himself, Jose Chung's talks to all these people. So there's like some level of, okay, we know this crime was committed. We know these kids were abducted. Like we know, we know what happened before, after, like they check in with the, the girl after, so I think I think there's a lot of stuff that we can sort of confirm. Mm-hmm. Um, for for our first section, world's luckiest detective. The one thing I want to point out is that ev- it keeps the detective Manners just keeps walking in and going. Ah, I just got a call from some crazy bleephead who claims to have witnessed this abduction, and then mm-hmm. later it's a crazy blankety blank claiming he found a real life dead body. Like those were real things that happened. Possibly. You you think it's up for? I think it's debate? up for debate because of how corny it is. Yeah, but like the video exists. The alien autopsy video the exists. The alien autopsy, well, we assume it exists, yeah. Well, because they're watching it with Jose Chung, so it definitely exists. Oh, right, they see it on TV with Yaki. Yeah, that's what I mean, is there's certain stuff that's after right, the here's, fact here's, that's here's something confirmed I want to, point, to have Here's happened. something I want to point out real quick about Yaki's involvement. <laughs> yeah. Yaki has met Mulder and Scully. <laughs> And oh, he's yeah, like, he's he's for these mysterious people in this video. You know them. Yeah, he's grifting. He's grifting like yeah, a he's madman. A fucking hard Scully says they, they cut out the part where they see that it was uh, that it's a human. Yeah, it's a human. But yeah, I, I they they I think they got lucky with the fact that people keep stumbling over like the dead pilot body uh, and calling them. Well, they wanted them to. Well, actually, no, no, not the first five. I don't not think the, the government five. wanted them to. Yeah, not the yeah, not the first. The plane crash they wanted. Them yeah, to the see. yeah, the government would have gotten to that. Like the pilot. I love that the Lord Kimbo aliens. By the way, the way the teenagers describe it is that he's like, and then I was just flying through the air, and then I was I I hit the ground. So like the a- aliens just like abducted those guys, did whatever with them, and chucked them out of their yeah, UFO. Just fucking threw them out of the spaceship. And the pilot is even Get further proof. Yeah, that pilot is just in a field somewhere because <laughs> he was yep. chucked out of a goddamn UFO. Yeah, he's just dead. Yeah, yeah, and uh, that guy tripping over him, um, I think that counts as lucky. I think him running into the other pilot is pretty lucky, Running too. into the other pilot is, is lucky, yeah. He's just driving down the street and happens to see the guy walking. Yeah, 
Um, and, and like, that's mostly it is, it, I mean, it's sort of everything, but every development they get in this case is pure luck. It's some, some rando happened upon something or it, it yeah. Or Mulder himself runs into his star witness that he's looking mm-hmm. for. Um, I don't know. I don't think that's hypnotism. I don't think that's something cause it's when they're in the diner, when the government gets involved. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah I, I'll accept that. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Like the the chain, the 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 relative chain, not the relative, the uh, the basic chain of events as presented to us, I think is correct. Yeah, it can be confirmed after the fact. Uh, but well, okay. Well, this is what this is the thing is that uh, this is such a tough episode because either he ran into the pilot on the road, which is a ridiculous coincidence. They went to the diner, then the government intervened which is what Mulder remembers, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Or, and I, yeah, that does seem like if I were the government, that's the thing I wouldn't want to happen. Or Mulder was like weirdly brainwashed. Cause this is, is this after they run into Alex Trebek, who we didn't even mention is in this episode. They run into Alex Trebek when Mulder goes into Scully's hotel. Room. And that, is that after he meets the pilot or is it before? Yes. That's after he meets. The pilot. Okay. It's okay. one of the last things to happen. Okay. Because, yeah, that, because the whole point... When wakes up to that, that morning, they go. I think they go find the plane crash. Okay, yeah. Because the whole point with the pilot is he's like, man, I don't even know that I'm here right now. Like, right, yeah. I don't know that we're having this conversation. Right, he's like, don't you get it? I'm absolutely sure we got kidnapped. So I'm yeah. absolutely sure I'm sitting here talking to you right now. Um, so there is a version, I think, of events where Mulder was, like, brainwashed and in a weird trance when ate a bunch of pie the reason here's the reason i'm i'm not you're right is that it's most likely that the I, diner yeah, owner I, the as, thing, as as delightful as it would be for our show i really don't think it actually happened oh no no i don't think it actually happened but here's i don't know if this is a, a writing flaw the the questions that Mulder asks him are extremely Mulder questions yes and so that's why I was like, man, I don't know if I can dismiss this because he right. asked them, so, like, have you experienced missing time? Have you mm-hmm. found an alien implant in your body? Those are very molder questions. But you're right is it makes the most sense that the government yeah, was trying yeah. to cover up them grabbing the pilot. So they hypnotized the yeah. the, the diner owner and Mulder's questions are so generic they're like generic abduction questions they don't really pertain to the current case that's yeah that's true i guess i guess yeah um but i mean there are questions that Mulder would ask they're exactly questions Mulder would ask yeah Um, but there are also questions that the government would know that he would ask yeah that's true they know Mulder at this point yeah they they know Mulder. yeah uh Mulder. Yeah, I want to talk about in World's Luckiest Detective, Mulder doing a good detective work. Uh, we never sure. praise him. Where the government com- the government comes in to find the dead body. Oh, yeah. And he says, well, you can talk to the other AWOL pilot that was brought in as yeah, a bluff. Yeah, really, really sharp. Yeah, yeah and then they, they say the pilot's name, and he's like, oh I, oh, I guess he went AWOL, because he just needed to get the name from them. Mm-hmm. There's some good Mulder work there. Yeah, it's pretty slick. Yeah. Nice work, Mulder. Assuming it happened. I do think all that ha- I think the, Oh, I think that happened. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do you have anything else for World's Luckiest Detective? It's tough. This is tough. This is the every section of this episode is going to be difficult. I oh, well, I have a lot to say about Mulder 
in the parts that we know are real. Okay. Well, so, let's move on. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's get let's on, our, on. Yeah, yeah. Let's slip into our alien costume. Uh, put on your galoshes. Yeah. Get, yeah. get your probing finger ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wiggle that finger and uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> wiggle that little ET finger. <laughs> just uh, just slide it on into Molder After Dark. Ooh, chills. Delish. Chills. Delicious chills. Um, I 100% believe that Mulder would hear the story of a rape victim and immediately dismiss it for alien yep. abductions. It's not yes. the first time he's done it. He's, he'd be really adamant about, uh, no, let's hypnotize her. Then we'll find out the truth. Yeah. She wasn't raped. He... He goes on a hypnotizing rampage. Rape isn't rampage. a thing that constantly happens. Right. He, okay, this is, it's very telling. Um, when he questions her, because the idea is this this girl and this guy, they're, they're out like smooching in a car and they get abducted. And so she wakes up with no memory and her clothes inside out. And it's like, yeah, I think we can all figure out what that is. You know, well, they and they also Scully or somebody. I think it's Scully specifically says that they it was, date was examined and she did have she did have sex, right? And so, like, it's just like I don't know why they got this case to begin with, but I'm sure Mulder the, the saw, alien involvement. They're all yeah. like a couple of the parties are ranting about aliens. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. The the, the boyfriend is saying it was aliens, mm-hmm. and in his defense, it sort of was, um, it but was. like. But, like, there's Mulder immediately dismisses the idea that she was drugged and assaulted. Um, And he asks her questions, and the questions to determine if she was, in fact, an alien abductee, he asks Mm -hmm. her, are you having trouble sleeping? Are you experiencing muscle pains, vision problems, nosebleeds? When you look at a particular object, you receive the sudden flash that you're actually looking at something else. That's uh, all PTSD or a concussion. Uh, these are all very, yeah, these are, these are not things that you can definitely say, yep, it's aliens. Right. And I think Scully actually points out to him in the episode, it's like Mulder. She's also this, all of those things could be attributed to some, to the behavior of somebody who's just experienced a severe right. trauma. So he sat down with this teenager who, who, who might've been sexually assaulted mm-hmm. and, asked her these questions and then she answered positive these questions that could mean a lot of things and then tells her you have post-abduction syndrome i'd like you to be hypnotized which is just absolute madness (laughs) just fucking classic molder this poor girl and then he doesn't get satisfied with her answers and has her hypnotized again because he's like no that was no good and it, like he's playing no, it real fuck this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's playing it so fast and loose with the hypnotism in this mm-hmm. um it's 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 very molder the the whole and then his interrogation of the guy which that's one where i'm not sure if it's real or not because it gets mirrored the interrogation scene is mirrored. Yes, the, that's yeah. We don't we we can't say for certain whether that yeah. happened because it, it's mirrored with the, uh, the the doctors and the military people. Well, the hypnotism. Right? Oh, I mean, yeah, the, the, the hypnotism and aliens. I mean, the interrogation where he says we were abducted by aliens. He goes, "You don't sound so sure of that." 
Oh and yeah, then, yes, well, it yeah, also yeah. seems so crazy. And then they do it later. Mulder is asking the same questions, but right, yeah. There's a lot of mirroring in, yes. in this part of the episode, so we can't really be certain that any of this happened. Right. So I don't know whether or not Mulder actually uh, told the teenage boy that he's going to get raped in prison. Well, it's a threat he makes a lot. I was going to say, <laughs> it's something that Mulder has said before. It's something that Mulder has said and will say again in the future. Yeah. Because he was written by men in the 90s. <laughs> but I, I do think, good God. Uh, good God, Mulder. He, he <laughs> is not handling this possible sexual assault very well. He, no, he, he rampages in. Yeah, yeah he, he rolls in like aliens! And just takes over these two teenage kids' lives. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's very little evidence of aliens at this point. Um, they don't have the other witness yet. No, they don't have the pilots yet. Yeah, so this is just a girl saying, I was assaulted, and a guy saying, no, it was aliens. And Mulder walks in, and he's like, what's this about aliens now? Yeah, this is just... I think this, this gentleman is, is right. Yeah, like, it's just the hoots of a madman. Yeah, He's just feeding into this delusion at this point. And again, if you, through pure luck, is right. But it makes me wonder how many times he's done this and has been wrong. How many times it's like gotten really dark and he just vanished. He mm-hmm. just drove out of that town and never looked back. Because <laughs> good God, Mulder. Mm-hmm. And then Mulder later is like, so what if they had sex? And it's like, oh, geez, Mulder. That's kind of a point. Yeah. Yeah. He also starts, he, he really wants to believe the Lord Kinboat stuff. Yeah. Uh, he's like, I'm not, I'm not saying he's not delusional. I'm saying that maybe there's something to it, which actually is right. Right. There's right. He did see something, but he's, uh, that stuff we can definitively say the way he investigates, the way he comes into the sexual assault and instantly decides it's a, alien abduction that the that the the guy is the right one like that isn't that happened yes yeah like maybe he maybe he didn't slap and threaten that kid probably not well man i hope he did yeah that well that's there's a few things in here that's within the realm of possibility but i i wouldn't believe that because he also makes scully do the same thing to him in his story yeah, that's true. She says, you find out if, if, if you didn't see anything. If you, it's the, you're a dead man thing. They both say it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have, I have one other biggie, but I, I, well, do you ha- uh, the only thing I have. Okay. Is that when Mulder goes to visit Jose Chung at the very yes. key episode. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> is he manages to make a huge conspiracy out of it. It is be true. I don't okay. So first of all, he's sneaking around the guy's apartment outside like a little weird real weird. Yeah, he get he gets like he gets the janitor to show him which door is Jose Chunk's office and it briefly looks like an alien head. Right. Um he clearly had like a prepared speech for Jose Chung. Mm-hmm. And then he goes off the rails. I wrote it all down if oh, you want to hear. Yeah, okay. regale us, yeah. He he what he goes into Jose Chung's, he's like, What can I do for you? And he goes, Don't write this book. You'll perform a disservice to a field of inquiry that has always struggled for respectability. You're a gifted writer, but no amount of talent could describe the events that occurred in any realistic vein because they deal with alternate realities uh, that we've yet to comprehend. And when presented in the wrong way, 
in the wrong context, the incidents and the people involved in them can appear foolish, if not if not downright psychotic. And that's so that's Mulder's like it clearly feels prepared, like he was like mm-hmm. in the yeah, taxi no, on down. the way. Yeah. Um and then he can't help himself. And he, he, he that's where it should end, and then he goes I also know that your publishing house is owned by Warded White Incorporated, a subsidiary of McDougal Kessler, which makes me suspect a covert agenda for your book on the part of the military industrial entertainment complex, which made me laugh so hard. Yeah. (laughs) The the military Military industrial industrial entertainment entertainment complex. If I had a production company, that's what I'd name it. Oh, Um, hell yeah, yeah. That what is Mulder? What is Mulder talking about? No idea. Uh, idea. He's he <laughs> he accuses him of being part of a Jose Chung's book. His sci-fi book is a government operation to discredit Mulder. Is that the idea? To discredit UFOlogy. Okay, that the like the cigarette smoking man was like, let's get that Jose Chung on it. Yeah. It's just a very funny paranoid thing for Mulder to it say. It is. It's extremely hilarious. <laughs> when and you it's, look at it just out of, even in context, it's very funny. Yeah, it reminded me of him tasting blood in that other episode. Yeah. Where it's like most of this is like we can't confirm or deny what Mulder Well, we I mean, there's some that we can but like then he whips that out at, the, at this last minute. I was just like, oh, there it is. There's that Mulder we know in there. There's love. that Mulder. There you are, Fox. Yeah. There's a lot of... Fox. Yeah. And then, I mean, to punctuate it, then we see when Jose Chung is writing the end of his book, they cut to Mulder, and Mulder is sitting in bed, shirt off, ready to sleep, casually watching... watching... the Bigfoot video. Yes. Just watching it, I assume, over and over again. Just, that's what he's doing. You know, just sitting in bed watching Bigfoot. Just watching the Bigfoot video. Over and over again. And that, Jose, Jose Chung describes him as like a madman. A ticking time bomb a of insanity. A ticking time bomb of insanity, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jose Chung has his number. Jose Chung, I mean, what, what, else, what else does he have to conclude? Mulder, okay, Mulder's plan is to show up at Jose Chung's door in the middle of the night. Uh-huh. This is how he's going to convince him not to write the book. Uh-huh. He's not going to take any legal measures. He's he said to himself, "You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go right down to that." The, the, first of all, okay, I need to back up because Mulder doesn't want to participate in the book, but he did lend his office to Scully to. Uh, yeah, they are meeting in his office. Well, it's, I guess yeah. it's Scully's office too. Say what? I said I guess it's Scully's office too. Well, there's a whole episode about that later. <laughs> there's an episode that begins with Scully looking around, going, "Why don't I have a desk?" Uh, it's, it's the one where she, uh, she has sex with the guy with the haunted tattoo. Oh, right. Yeah. Played by Jodie Foster. Oh, I'm excited for that one. That's a, that's a, wow. That's going to be a, a Dana Scully is a maniac episode. (laughs) Yeah. I'm very excited. Um, but, but yes, it's technically her office too. She doesn't have an office. That's, that's an overall problem with the series that Scully takes way too long to realize which is like, I'm just like sitting in the corner of your weird ass office. I don't get anything in here. Your fucking lair. Yeah. Which, yeah, it is, it is like Mulder shouldn't have to let Scully use it. So maybe Scully was like, no, fuck, I'll use the office. Yeah. Um, but Mulder clearly has been sulking this whole time. 
and trying to think about like how do i what do i do about this book and his answer was i'm gonna go to his house late or his office late at night uh not call him and then give this speech and then accuse him of being part of the military industrial entertainment complex and it's like geez Mulder, you're not making a case for yourself <laughs> like of course you he describes you as a ticking time bomb of insanity after that and then he presumably okay we don't know how the days work in this but did he go from that to going home and watching bigfoot footage i don't know i think it could be at any time yeah because it the inspiration we hear is from uh, jose chung's like epilogue to the book right and scully is reading the book mm-hmm. um it doesn't really matter when that happens no just that it's just, that it's it just a snapshot into Mulder's life yep that's what he's yeah. doing he okay he he brushed he had he had dinner uh he brushed his teeth he took a shower he got into his pjs and he was like i'm not ready to sleep but i want to relax what should i do i'll put on the bigfoot video yeah, I'm going to put on the Bigfoot video over and over again. The video that's like, I think Mulder would know it's a hoax, right? It's like clearly... It's that was a proven a hoax, hoax. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and just watch it on a loop until you fall asleep. But he's not... He's like, he's got the remote in his hand. Like he's watching mm-hmm. a porno. Yes. Like he wants to pause it and rewind and pause. Like he's investigating it, is the idea. <laughs> he's in bed. studying it, yes. Casually. Mm-hmm. We ask why Mulder knows so much random information about sci-fi stuff. This is probably why, right? Yeah, it's because of things like this. Yeah. Like, if he's not doing that, he's just reading some crazy book uh, while eating cookies in bed. Mm -hmm. It's all he does. That and pornography. Listen, there's a lot there's a lot of ground to cover with pornography. Yeah. I guess what I'm saying is the last like 2 minutes of this episode really shined for me when it came to Mulder. Yeah, well yeah, I mean it's, it's like the only yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Partially because it's like the only verified um time we get to spend with him in this episode, but also because he crams a lot into those 2 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um all right, any any final any final thoughts on Mulder After Dark? No. All right. Well, let's get into fireable offenses then. Um I think that uh Mulder's handling of a sexual assault is pretty fucking grim. I don't know. I I don't know about firing, but I feel like he could get sued. Yeah, probably. They could probably file a complaint against him. He convinced a, an assault victim to get hypnotized twice while feeding her UFO abduction stories. Yes. Like, that is irresponsible. Yeah, to say the very least. Yeah, and then at the end, like, did they ever, like, did anybody go to jail? It's no. just, it's just, like, they just were, like, put up their hands and went, oh, well, and walked away from this, this yeah. fucking mess of a town. Um, yeah, I don't, yeah. I am, because we don't know what actually happened, <laughs> so it's, it's hard to... Like, I mean, him breaking into that guy's house and, and, and saying he was going to kill him and taking the tape, sure. I don't think that happened. No, it didn't happen. That, this is, yeah, it's the, it's the problem with this episode in yeah. the terms of our podcast. Uh, but I do think some things definitely happened, which is that Mulder showed up at this town where there was a sexual assault that happened, yes. heard the word aliens, uh, and just, just brought in and his just fucking crazy parade. ruined the investigation. Yep, just ruined it. Um, and just like by pure fucking luck happened to be a case where alien abduction was 
incredible. And it just really makes me think about the times it wasn't. Yeah. And how many times he's convinced... All the times he's done this where it hasn't been aliens. Yeah. How many times has Mulder covered for a rapist by showing up and being like, it was aliens and like yeah. hypnotizing the victim and being like, tell me about your alien abduction. Tell me about the alien. It's really goddamn response. Ir- irresponsible. It is. Yeah, it totally is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, that's all I have for fireball offenses. So yeah, no, I, I don't, I can't think of anything else. I guess we're going to get into name the enabler. Yes. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> It really is. He sort of enables himself on this one. Yeah, he enables the kids by hypnotizing them multiple times. Yeah, that's true. He does do that. Um, He's kind of... I can't tell if the government is glad he's involved or not. Because I do think they're when they're like, okay, we fucked up. Mm -hmm. The government's kind of the enabler in this because the government fucked up. That's true, yeah. And they're these uh, alternate versions of, of what happened. Right, and they're just like, look, we just have to make it so confusing. Let's get our Alex Trebek lookalike to pop in there. Uh, again, who may or may not have existed. We haven't even talked about Jesse Ventura yeah. as well. Fucking MVP of the episode with his Venus speech. You know, um, Venus is the, mo- is the object most confused with UFOs in the night sky. It's so fucking good. It's fucking amazing. Um... God, what did, do you think they talked on set, Trebek and Ventura? I think Trebek was just there for that one shot. Yeah, probably. Um, for people who haven't watched this episode, first of all, you should. But the men in black are purposefully confusing so that you, when you describe it later, you sound uh, out of your mind. And so one of the men in black is just played by Alex Trebek. Yeah. And they're just like, they're like the game show host? I didn't say it was Trebek, just a person who looked incredibly like him. Yeah. Uh, and the other one is Jesse Ventura saying very odd things. Yeah. Uh, it's it's fantastic. But yeah, they. Uh, I guess my question was, they're doing all this stuff to confuse people. And then do you think they were happy when Mulder showed up? And they're like, oh, thank God. I think they were, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, he's thank Christ. Th- he's going to just throw so much. Yeah, we might so not much have to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'll just ruin this all by himself. Yeah, let's just watch him fuck it all up. Um, so if anything, yeah, Mulder enables the cover-up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He really assists in it, just by his presence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that brings us to our final section. Yeah, Crazy Like a Fox. This is where we assign a numerical rating from 1 to 10, grading exactly how out-of-control, irresponsible Mulder was in this episode. Um, this Again, this is hard to say... But well, based on just the stuff that we know is true, I might give this like a four. Yeah, the okay, the convincing a sexual assault victim that yes. she's been abducted by aliens. Yeah, and then going to intimidate a writer of, into not publishing his book after that. Yes, that's kind of batshit. Yeah, that might be a five for me. That's really irresponsible. I'll, this reminds I'll me of five. This, Okay, it reminds me of in Hell in Hell Money, mm-hmm. where he randomly because he he randomly implicates the detective. Yeah, and it's like don't you can't just say with no evidence that someone did it right. out loud in you a police can't just station. Say things. Yeah, and he just says this is the he's in on it, and by pure luck he's right. Yeah, and this is the same thing as by pure luck 
because he again no evidence Mm -hmm. when he rolls into town there is no evidence of an abduction other than one guy's word against another Mm. another uh, person and like he sides with the guy who might be a rapist (laughs) uh that is because he said alien because he said alien that is that is something else so yeah i think that's five worth yeah i'll give it a five yeah, I, I'm I'm thinking of what were our other fives? We had um, uh, Soft Light was a five where Mulder fucking gives up Tony Shalhoub to the shadow government. The shadow government. Yeah, yeah. Like Little Green tool. Men, the one where Mulder goes to Puerto Rico without an exit with strategy. No exit plan, he just goes there to die. Yep, Jersey Devil when he runs around Atlantic City looking for a naked woman. Yeah, with no car. With no car. He sleeps in the garbage. <laughs> Yes, he does. Uh, so yeah, this I think that's five worthy. This is yeah. a, this was definitely one of those episodes. Like, I put this like right next to the the, the eventual um, never again episode where it's mostly about Scully, mm-hmm. where it's kind of a hard one for our premise, or musings of a cigarette smoking man, where it's like we're gonna have we we have to like kind of adjust our conversation because it's it's not uh, yeah well well well. Well, yeah, those will be more challenging for sure because Mulder's not yeah. using the cigarette smoking man. Yeah, just his voice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, it's sort of it's sort of similar because there's so much in this where it's like, who the fuck knows? Yeah. Um, our next episode though, which will be, which will be back on our Patreon, is uh, Avatar. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> This is very excited <laughs> this is the one where skinner wakes up uh next to a sex worker who's been killed yeah. and has been implicated in the murder of a sex worker yes uh and that is what an abrupt deviation yeah, of the it's, series it, 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 we get we get a, a lot of real insight real uh, jarring insights into skinner's life in this episode. yeah it's that yeah we learn about his divorce it is boy uh, and then after that is Quagmire, oh. which is going to be fucking fun as yeah, hell. No, yeah, yeah, well, I mentioned at the top, it's one of my favorites. So, oh, it's so good. Yeah, Quagmire's great. Yeah, the future, the future's very bright here. Um, but we did it. We got through Jose Chung's. We did. Um, we're 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 good. We're healthy. Yeah. We're we're, we're, we're celebrating we, Molder Day. Yeah, we're celebrating. We have a we had a great Molder Day, folks. Um, since this is a free episode, I should mention our Patreon. Uh, that's patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. That is where you get the other episodes of this series. Fox Mulder is a maniac. Uh, and, and you should check it out. We've had tens before folks. We have had tens. They are tens. Yeah. We've had some free 10 episodes. Um, but we, we, we had, we had a good, let's see, how many tens have we had this season? Uh, Anasazi is season two. Blessing way is a 10. That's one, one where, is that the one where Mulder astro projects? It's the one where he jumps out of train. Yeah. And, uh, uh, that's it until, um, we have a solid, oh no, no. Seven, three, one is a 10. Uh, Nisei is a nine. (laughs) uh that all checks out yep grotesque is a nine the one where Mulder just loses his mind for no reason he's not possessed (laughs) yeah (laughs) the one where yeah Mulder is not possessed by a demon but sure acts like it yeah oh man 
Oh, these memories. Yeah, um, so there's a whole lot of episodes for y'all to sink your teeth, your little teeth into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. D- get in there. Yeah, get in there. Uh, get in. Yeah. We also, I mean, we, we, get, we got we got a lot of stuff. You just, just just check it out. Just check it out. We have so much stuff have on so my desk. Much stuff. I have stuff on my desk. I got an asthma inhaler right here. Mm-hmm. I got a the X Files book that, but you guys know that. Mm-hmm. I got um. I got an, I got I, one of them. Go ahead. What do you have? No, no, you, no, no, no. It's your turn. It's okay, your turn. I've got some scraps of paper, um, an empty can of Coke Zero. Oh, uh, cool. A, a, a swab with some rubbing alcohol on it that I was using to clean something. Ah. Oh. I have one of those pill things, the ones that have the Monday through. Oh sure, yeah, no, I'm yeah, those. yeah, yeah. I put my vitamins in it. Nice. Yeah, so we got a lot of stuff. We going got a lot of stuff. You guys. you guys could be a part of it. <laughs> be, yeah, be a part of our life. Yeah. Um, I think that's. Oh wait, no wait. We have a store too. We have a store. Tpublic.com/store/slash/gamefan employee. We can get T-shirts, uh, stickers, mugs, all kinds of stuff. We even have masks. Yeah, uh, we have a bunch of Fox Bowlers the, in these trying stuff. times. Yeah. We have a we have a poster by Starling Hodge. We do, yeah. Uh, it's a we also did poster. our our podcast uh, cover art for this. Mm-hmm. It's delightful. You you can get it. You can uh, I, I you can customize you can, your you can, life with some molder gear. Mm-hmm. Get a bunch so you can like block out all your windows so it's nice and dark in your apartment or your house. Mm-hmm. Just wrap. Do like cover. Do the thing like in that that movie Bug, mm-hmm. like like cover it all up. Yeah, just do live that. in the darkness. Yeah, no, don't with sun just sun our voices. The sun is deceitful. Yeah, just you just need our voices. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. Artwork for Fox Mulder's a maniac is produced by Starlene Hodge. Follow her on Twitter at Starlene X. That's Starlene with an X. Or check out her delightful webcomic at RubyWhipple.com. <laughs>